تتقون قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم من لم يدع قول الزور والعمل به فليس لله حاجة أن يدع طعامه وشرابه أو كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم Most respected ulamai kiram, brothers and elders <coughs> Allah Ta'ala created us Allah Ta'ala gave us this existence from nothing. Allah Ta'ala created the entire universe. Allah Ta'ala created all the ni'mats and bounties and blessed us with innumerable and countless favors and benefits. And Allah Ta'ala loves his servants. Allah Ta'ala loves us more than we can imagine. And it is this love that Allah Ta'ala has for his servants Allah Ta'ala makes these excuses for the forgiveness of his servants. Allah Ta'ala put this great blessing in these moments in time, made everything conducive to a person giving up all the wrong that he might have been involved in, making it conducive to a person turning his heart to Allah Ta'ala, all this is out of the love Allah Ta'ala has for his servants. Allah Ta'ala hasn't created insan because he wanted to punish him. مَا يَفْعَلُ اللَّهُ بِعَذَابِكُمْ إِنْ شَكَرْتُمْ وَآمَنْتُمْ وَكَانَ اللَّهُ شَاكِرًا عَلِيمًا Allah Ta'ala says, what will Allah Ta'ala get out of punishing you? But there is a system in everything. In our small little home, we have a system things go by a certain procedure, system. In our little business, we have a system. In everything, we want a system. There is a certain procedure. There are certain rules that everybody has to abide by. This entire universe Allah Ta'ala created, there's a certain procedure in this also. Person has to be fulfilling that procedure and he will become deserving of the mercy of Allah Ta'ala. So in this ayat Allah Ta'ala says, مَا يَفْعَلُ اللَّهُ بِعَذَابِكُمْ إِنْ شَكَرْتُمْ وَآمَنْتُمْ What will Allah Ta'ala get out of punishing you, provided you fulfill this part of the system? Two things only Allah Ta'ala wants from you. Allah Ta'ala is saying to us, إِنْ شَكَرْتُمْ وَآمَنْتُمْ If you are grateful to Allah Ta'ala, and obviously this gratitude is based on the foundation of iman. وَآمَنْتُمْ That is, the essential requirement that is the most fundamental issue that a person has iman. If a person doesn't even have iman in Allah Ta'ala, he's rejecting Allah Ta'ala, he's ascribing partners to Allah Ta'ala, then he has denied Allah Ta'ala. So what can he then expect to receive in return? But together with iman, Allah Ta'ala has placed one further thing in shakartum, provided you are grateful to Allah Ta'ala. The whole aspect comes down to one issue only. 
after Iman. After Iman, the only one thing that we are being required from, that, that's being demanded from us, in shakartum, if you are truly grateful to Allah Ta'ala. Now, if we consider in our lives that do we tolerate ingratitude? If we have done some favors to somebody and that person keeps returning those favors with abuse, person keeps returning those favors with harming us in some way, harming our property, harming our family, do we tolerate this? Especially when somebody has done some favors to somebody else, then he can't tolerate it. And that will become the highlight of the issue. After all that I did for you, and this is how you return the favors I've done for you, after all the good that I've done for you, and this is the evil that you return in, you give in return. So nobody likes to tolerate ingratitude. But whereas, whatever favors we can do to anybody, it's a very, very, very minute fraction. It doesn't count for anything, especially in comparison to the innumerable and countless favors that Allah Ta'ala shows on us every moment. In one hadith of Hakim, it is reported that the Jibreel wasalam, once said to Rasulullah that one of the servants of Allah Ta'ala in the time previous in the Bani Israel, Allah Ta'ala had placed him on a little island. This is in a hadith of Hakim, Mustadrak lil Hakim. Allah Ta'ala had placed him on a little island. And it was a small little island. There was one little uh, spring water coming from there. And there was one tree which would daily bear one pomegranate. This person used to eat this pomegranate and he used to sip this water, drink this water. And surviving on these two things, he worshipped Allah Ta'ala for 500 years. He worshipped Allah Ta'ala for 500 years in this manner. Nothing else, this pomegranate and this water. Then Jibreel said that we have read it in the ilm. In other words, that what is going to be the outcome later, we read this, Allah Ta'ala has already recorded it. That on the day of Qiyamah, this person will be resurrected. And then Allah Ta'ala will say to the angels, that enter him into Jannat through my mercy and rahmat. So this person will reply and say, Bal bi amali ya Rabbi. Ya Allah, my amal, 500 years of ibadat. I worshipped you for 500 years with nobody else to even do something to impress. Nobody else to do something to show off to. So it was totally for Allah Ta'ala. It was not for any other, no dunya to work for. So the entire ibadat was with ikhlas, with total sincerity. And 500 years of ibadat. So Ya Allah, this ibadat has all this gone in vain. I should be going to Jannah through my amal. So Allah Ta'ala will reply and say, Bal bi rahmati. No, you go to Jannah with my rahmat. So he will say again, Ya Allah, but my amal, all the actions that I did, Allah Ta'ala will say, okay, take him towards Jahannam now. So he says, Ya Allah, okay, please send me to Jannah through your rahmat. So Allah says, okay, first, the ibadat that he performed, weigh this in return for the favors that we blessed him with. 
all the ibadat that he performed, 500 years of ibadat, and on the other side, the favors we blessed him, just balance it out. Let's see how the, what's the comparison, how it weighs out. So the angels will, so to say, weigh it out. And what will be the outcome is that that ni'mat of sight that he was given, that alone equated for the 500 years of ibadat. Just that one ni'mat of sight that he could see, Allah Ta'ala blessed him with vision. That ni'mat alone was so great that the 500 years of ibadat was taken up equal to that. That's the payment. And the rest of it is still not yet counted. Then he will say, Ya Allah, please send me to Jannat out of your rahmat. So this is a lesson that is being given to us. That Allah Ta'ala's favors and bounties upon us are innumerable. We cannot count it. Allah Ta'ala now wants us to show some gratitude. And we don't tolerate any ingratitude. The question now for us to ask, this is only one thing Allah Ta'ala wants from us, this gratitude. And what will be this gratitude? The obedience of Allah Ta'ala. This is the gratitude. Allah Ta'ala granted us these eyes. Allah Ta'ala granted us this tongue. Allah Ta'ala granted us these ears. Allah Ta'ala granted us these limbs, these hands and feet. Our heart, Allah Ta'ala blessed us with. What is the gratitude do we show to Allah Ta'ala for all this? Is this hand used for that which Allah Ta'ala is pleased with? A person helps somebody for years or whatever good he did for him, then he sees that person's hand in his wealth stealing something. Would he tolerate this? Would he feel good about it? Whereas he didn't create that person and that wealth also he got from Allah Ta'ala's blessing. But Allah Ta'ala gave it to him as an amanat. He cannot now see this person who he has done all these favors for his hand in my wealth, stealing my property. So likewise, Allah Ta'ala doesn't want this hand that he created for us doing that which he is displeased with. Allah Ta'ala doesn't want these feet that he blessed us with to walk in that direction which Allah Ta'ala has forbidden, which Allah Ta'ala is displeased with. Allah Ta'ala doesn't want us to use our eyes to look at that which he is displeased with or to use our tongue to speak that which he is displeased with. So this is the gratitude that we turn entirely to Allah Ta'ala. We can never ever be fully able to express even this gratitude. Once one person, Abdullah bin Muhammad was his name, he was posted on the outskirts of Egypt as a sentry, part of the army. So he was posted far out in a very, very remote area. And he was one day on his patrol. And he says in the distance he saw some, like a tent. So he went there and in the tent he sees a person lying down. This person has got no hands. He's got no legs. His hands and legs were cut off, whatever happened. And he had lost his sight. He was not even able to hear well, to talk to him very closely. But when he got close to him, he could hear him saying something. And when he heard carefully what is he saying, the words coming out from this person's tongue were, Allahumma awzi'ni an ahmadak, ukafi'u bihi shukra ni'matik allati an'amta alayya. 
He got a shock of his life. He's hearing this person saying, Ya Allah, give me the ability to praise you and be grateful to you in such a way that I can fulfill the right of the gratitude for all your favors upon me. And for the innumerable favors which you have blessed me above so many of your creations. He got a shock of his life. This person is lying here without any hands, without any legs. He's lost his vision. He can't see. He's blind. And he is in this condition totally helpless. And this is what he is repeating. Ya Allah, enable me to make your shukr in such a way that I can fulfill the right of shukr. So he asked him, O servant of Allah, what ni'mat are you referring to? What ni'mat are you referring to? So this person first replied and said that if Allah Ta'ala rains down fire on me from the skies, Allah Ta'ala causes me to drown in the seas, in the oceans, Allah Ta'ala puts some other calamity on me, that too will only increase my shukr for him. Because can you see this tongue that is still praising Allah Ta'ala? Can I adequately thank Allah Ta'ala for having allowed me to use this tongue to praise him? Is there anything in the world that can pay for this? Allah Ta'ala has enabled me to use this tongue to praise him, to make his shukar. So in any case, he asked him that, is there anything I can do for you? So he says, yes, you can see the condition I'm in. There was one son with me who used to, when it's time for salah, enable me to perform wudu. This was the first thing, top of the list. Person in this condition, this was his main concern. When I, it's time for salah, he used to enable me to perform wudu and perform my salah. And then when I'm hungry, he used to help me to eat, he used to enable me to eat, and he used to see to my other basic needs. But for three days, I have no idea what has happened to him. Can you please go and look for him? So he goes out to look for him now in all, among these sand dunes. And then from the distance, he sees something, and as he gets closer, he can see there's a skeleton only lying here. And it seems some wild animal had attacked this young boy and killed him and devoured him. Now he gets a shock again. How do I go and face such a person and break this kind of news to him? But he has to do what he has to do. So in any case, as he's returning, Allah Ta'ala inspires his heart. And the whole incident of Ayyub Salam comes to his mind. So as he comes and he approaches, this person hears him coming. So he asks him, are you the same person who I sent? He says, yes. He says, what have you done about what task I gave you? I told you to go and look for my son. So in reply, he says to him that, are you more beloved to Allah Ta'ala or Ayyub Ali Salatu Wasalam? So he says, obviously Ayyub Ali Salatu Wasalam, he's a Nabi of Allah Ta'ala. Such a close rank he had. Who can compare to that? So he says that when Allah Ta'ala tested him in his life, in his wealth, in his family, it's a lengthy incident of all the tests that came to Ayyub Ali Salatu Wasalam, that he became very ill, and then he, all his friends deserted him, all his family deserted him, he lost all his property and wealth, and he was totally isolated, only his wife remained at his side. So a very, very lengthy period of time, he was in this very difficult test. So he asked him about all the various aspects of this test. When this happened, then what, how did you, how did Allah Ta'ala find him? Allah Ta'ala found him sabiran, Shakiran, Hamidan. Allah Ta'ala, 
he returned to Allah Ta'ala in the condition of total sabr. And together with that complete shukr, in that condition, totally grateful to Allah Ta'ala. And forever praising Allah Ta'ala. And on each question, then after a while this person says, look, please get to the point. What are you getting at? What is the point of asking me all these questions now? So he says, well, the son you sent me to go and find, I found him already, he has passed away. He has been attacked by some wild animal and he has been devoured. Allah Ta'ala grant you sabr and raise your stages. So the first thing that comes in return from his tongue, Alhamdulillah, all praise is due to Allah Ta'ala that he didn't create in my progeny anybody that disobeyed him and became deserving of the fire of Jahannam. Alhamdulillah, this child was obedient to Allah Ta'ala and obedient to me also. Again in that condition, the first thing that came from his tongue was shukr. He was indeed grieved. But the gratitude was the thing that still came first on his tongue. Alhamdulillah, he found the positive in all this trial. This child is now passed on, but Alhamdulillah, he has been saved from so many trials. Allah Ta'ala kept him with Iman and took him with Iman. Any case, this person after having said this, short while later he let out a sigh, recited the kalima and he passed away. Person Abdullah bin Muhammad is sitting there and waiting, what do I do, I'm alone here, how do I even attend to this person's funeral? After some time, some people pass by on horseback, they stop to see what's going on. So they say, what's going on? He says, this person has passed away, who is this? So he uncovers the face and they now start reciting inna lillah, they say, this is Abu Qilaba, the student of Abdullah bin Abbas And he became known as Ayyubu Hadihil Ummah, the Ayyub of this Ummah. But the lesson in all this is, this is that shukr. That in all conditions, one is only turning to Allah Ta'ala. And turning in obedience to Allah Ta'ala. So Allah Ta'ala is saying, مَا يَفْعَلُ اللَّهُ بِعَذَابِكُمْ إِنْ شَكَرْتُمْ وَآمَنْتُمْ What is Allah Ta'ala going to get out of punishing you? But there is a system. And the system is with iman, everything else has been summarized in one word. In one aspect, shakartum. Are you truly grateful to Allah Ta'ala? This is what Allah Ta'ala is asking us. So now this is the time to reflect. This is this Mubarak month of Ramadan. This is the time to reflect and to introspect, to check within ourselves. What is our level of gratitude to Allah Ta'ala for all his bounties and na'mats and favors upon us? If for one small moment in time, half a minute, one minute, if a person cannot breathe, what becomes his condition? In that one minute, he's already a fish out of water. He is gasping for breath. Allah forbid, Allah Ta'ala gives shifa to one and all. Sometimes a person suffers an asthma attack. And he is totally like a fish out of water because he can't breathe at that time until whatever medication is now administered. So for that one minute also, we cannot do without this air that Allah Ta'ala has provided. And free of charge. What shukr have we made for this air that we breathe all the time? Have we returned this with the obedience to Allah Ta'ala? The food Allah Ta'ala has provided, the little bit of drought, how many concerns come up? That everything is now going to become more expensive. Poverty will be on the increase. And how many ripple effects this will have on everything else? And there are places where in the world, due to famine and drought, etc., People are starving to death. Allah Ta'ala protect us and save us. 
So if that food is not provided, Allah Ta'ala doesn't give it to us. Then what becomes our condition? We can't live for a day or two days. By the third day, a person can't even lift a finger. So that food Allah Ta'ala provides us, what shukr we made for that food? Allah Ta'ala's gift is no achievement of ours. What shukr have we made? That food provided the energy to the eyes. What shukr we made about that? Did we use it to look at the Quran Sharif? Did we use it to look at our parents with love? Did we use it to look at what good we can do for others? Or did we use it to look at haram? Did we use it to try and fulfill our evil lusts? Is this the shukr of the eyes? Allah Ta'ala blessed us with this tongue. Morning till evening we use it to speak so many things. Have we used this tongue in shukr to Allah Ta'ala by remembering Him? By repeating His hamd and praises? By reciting the Quran Sharif? By talking that which is good? Or is this tongue continuously uttering vulgar languages? Is this tongue involved in ghibat, in backbiting? Is this tongue breaking people's hearts? Is this tongue involved in so many other crimes? So is that the shukr of this tongue? What about this ear which Allah Ta'ala blessed us with? Can we imagine a person without the gift of hearing? What a silent world that person is in. His little child comes and he's shouting Abba, but he cannot hear anything. How wonderful it sounds when that little child says something. But this person can't hear anything. He cannot hear the birds chirping. He cannot hear the sound of the adhan. That beautiful recitation of the Quran Sharif, that Qiraat, that, that Qari Sahib is reciting. But this person doesn't have the gift of hearing. Allah Ta'ala has blessed us with it. What shukr have we fulfilled for this gift of hearing? Is it listening to the recitation of the Quran Sharif? Is it listening to that which is good? Or is it listening to music? Listening to all kinds of evil talk? All kinds of vulgarity? The gift of this heart... A little, small, minor blockage. And a little bit of a bypass. Not anything else is being done. That little bypass also is done by taking one vein from the body and putting it in there. But for that, person will get charged almost half a million rands. Just to clear one little blockage from the heart that Allah Ta'ala has already given us for free. And that too by using another part of the same body. What gratitude and shukr we have given to Allah Ta'ala and expressed to Allah Ta'ala for this gift of this heart. Have we made it subservient to Him? Have we filled this heart with His muhabbat and love? Or is this heart filled with every other evil? Like the toilet, it flushes out all the filth. Has our hearts become the toilet of the whole dunya? Any filth anywhere in the world via the technology must flush through our hearts. Is this, this the gratitude of this gift of the heart that Allah Ta'ala has blessed us with? This heart is the house of the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala. It is the house of the love of Allah Ta'ala. The house of the love of deen. So this is what Allah Ta'ala is requiring from us. Only one thing. مَا يَفْعَلُ اللَّهُ بِعَذَابِكُمْ إِنْ شَكَرْتُمْ وَآمَنْتُمْ Allah Ta'ala doesn't want to punish us. Allah Ta'ala doesn't want any harm for us. Allah Ta'ala wants the best for his servants. He has total love for his servants. But Allah Ta'ala has a system. Like everyone has a system in our small, small two by two worlds. Allah Ta'ala, the creator of this universe, this dunya is a test. It's a little test. After all the ni'mats and bounties, little test of this obedience to Allah Ta'ala. Our five times daily salah, our zakat, 
fasting in the month of Ramadan. Hajj is compulsory when a person is performing his Hajj. And the other few obligations of deen and staying away from the disobedience of Allah Ta'ala. Keeping away from sin. Person does these few things and he becomes the friend of Allah Ta'ala. In awliya'uhu illa al-muttaqoon. The friends of Allah Ta'ala are those who have this taqwa in their lives. This is the month of Ramadan. Allah Ta'ala has blessed us with this month for this great wealth of taqwa. This is what we have been given this ibadat of fasting for. To train us for this taqwa. During the day, we are, mashallah, enjoying the cool winter days. There are those brothers and sisters of ours in other parts of the world where the fasts are 17, 18, 19 hours long. And in summer months, they are experiencing summer. And 18, 19 hours they are fasting. 20 hours in some places. And in that condition also, person is extremely thirsty, he is hungry, and it's a hot day, and that cold water is in front of him, but he doesn't stretch his hand out. He's alone, nobody else is there in that house of his. For who is he refraining from that water? We are refraining from eating and drinking. A person sometimes is hungry or whatever else, but he doesn't eat, doesn't drink. For who? Why? If he quietly ate something, who will know? Allah will know. Because Allah will know. And it's a command of Allah Ta'ala that do not eat and drink during the time of the fast. So in obedience to Allah Ta'ala, he is refraining. This is a taqwa. This is a lesson for all times in life. That while a person was fasting, that food which was 100% halal, that water which Allah Ta'ala descended from the skies, وَأَنزَلْنَا مِنَ السَّمَاءِ مَا أَنْتَهُورَا That pure water, that halal water, but it is time for the fasting now. He is in the state of roza and fasting. He cannot touch it. So that which was halal, he refrained from it during the time of the fast for Allah Ta'ala. So this is teaching him that what is haram, this was halal, this food was halal, that water was halal, but Allah Ta'ala's command was don't eat it during the day of the fast. So he refrained for the pleasure of Allah Ta'ala. So that which Allah Ta'ala has made perpetually haram, that gambling which is haram forever, that zina which is haram forever, that ghibat which is always haram, that lying which is forever haram, that deception and fraud which is forever haram, the listening to music which is always haram, the looking at haram, looking at lust, casting lustful glances, looking at filth, this is always haram. So for that Allah who we refrain from halal food and drink during the time of the fast, now this fast is training a person for the same Allah. He is watching all the time. Refrain from that which he has made haram forever. Whether in the month of Ramadan, whether out of the month of Ramadan. This is what this Mubarak month has come to give us and teach us. So in these last days that are left, these few precious moments that are left, let us apply ourselves completely, totally. Turn in sincere repentance to Allah wa ta'ala. Turn in shukr to him for his innumerable favors and bounties. Beg his forgiveness for our weaknesses, shortcomings, sins. And make this firm resolution. This firm resolution between us and Allah Ta'ala. That as of now, my life inshallah will be in accordance to the commands of Allah Ta'ala. It will be in the way that Rasulullah has taught. I will adopt his Mubarak way of life. The ways of Yahud and Nasara will be out of my way of life, my life. And with this little bit of effort, little bit of sacrifice, Allah Ta'ala's innumerable bounties, Allah Ta'ala will increase. 
Because now a person is being grateful. He is fulfilling the essence of shukr. And la in shakartum la azidannakum. And a person would be grateful to Allah Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala will increase his bounties. This dunya is very temporary, very, very small and minute place. In this small dunya also Allah Ta'ala will grant him barakat. The real place is akhirat. And there he will get that which Allah Ta'ala himself says in a hadith of Qudsi, that a'adattu li'ibadi as-salihin ma la aynun ra'at wa la udhunun sami'at wa la khatara ala qalbi bashar aw kama qala al-nabiyu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that I have prepared for my pious servants those who merely just took that little pressure upon themselves. They took that little pain on their hearts to stay away from haram, to stay away from evil and sin. There was a struggle within. There was a little tug of war inside. But they didn't give in. I'll break my heart. I won't break the commands of Allah Ta'ala. This was their response. They fled away from the place of sin. They practiced on the command of Allah Ta'ala. Flee towards Allah Ta'ala. So for that little pressure they took upon themselves, Allah Ta'ala says, I have prepared for them in Jannat Mala Ainun Ra'at, what no eye has seen, what no ear has ever heard of, and which no heart can ever imagine the bounties and ni'mats of Jannat, which will never end. Allah Tabarak wa Ta'ala, give us the tawfiq that we become the true grateful servants of Allah Ta'ala in every sense of the word and become totally obedient to Him. After all, this is the essence of shukr. Allah Ta'ala bless us with Iman, keep us with Iman, bless us with the reality of Iman. Keep us with Iman till our last breath and raise us on the day of Qiyamah with Iman.